Hallelujah. Let's begin to appreciate God. Hallelujah. Let's thank Him. Let's give Him Bless all the glory. Let's adore you. Him. We Let's praise, praise His holy name. Hallelujah. Live thank from you, January up to this time, Jesus. He has been the Lord of Lords in our life. Let's begin to give Him appreciation. Let's appreciate Him over everything that He has done for us. Father, we give you glory. We give you honor. We give you all adoration. It is not by your perfection. It is by His grace that you are alive today. Appreciate God from January up to this time. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. King of kings and Lord of lords. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Children of God, before we sit down, I want us to pray this prayer. As we all know that this is June. In another few minutes, June will be over for this year. I want you to tell God and appreciate Him for what He has done in your home, in your family. There are a lot of storms that is happening now. God has been allowing you to survive these storms. That is why you need to appreciate God. Don't think that you are not directly affected by this storm. Somebody closer to you has been affected. For this reason, begin to appreciate God. Appreciate God upon your spouse, upon yourself, upon your children, upon each and everyone that you know that is passing through one storm or the other. That God should intervene in their situation. Give God all the glory that He has enabled you to survive up to this time. Give Him all glory. Appreciate Him for what He's doing, for what He has done what he's doing right now, and for what he's going to do. Give him all glory. Father, we bless your holy name. We give you adoration. In Jesus' name, we pray. You know, as this month is going right now, there are some things that I want you to pray that as this month is going, those things must go with this month. And what are these things? Number one, sorrow. Must go with this month. Number two, sickness must go with this month. Even backwardness. Backwardness must go with this month in your life. In the mighty name of Jesus. Failure, poverty, and untimely death. All of them must go. Begin to convince all these things to God. That as June is packing its load, every sorrow, every sickness, every backwardness, every failure, Poverty, untimely death, they must pack their load and go with this month in the mighty name of Jesus. They shall never come back to your life, but to the life of this loved one that you know. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Almighty God. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Let's be seated while we call uh, Sister Eunice to come forward to pray for the fathers. She's going to lead us in praying for all the fathers. Praise the Lord. It's time for us to pray for our fathers. Let's thank God first for keeping them with us. Let's thank God for everything that he has done for us through them. And now let's ask him to do everything for them. Let's ask him to protect them and take care of their health. In Jesus' name, we pray. Lord, take care of our fathers, Lord, as they are with us, or if they have left us, Lord. Be with them, Lord. 
Lord, take care of their health, every illness, every ailment that is with them, Lord. I ask you that you will remove it, Lord. Whether they are aware of it or not, Lord, you will work through them, Lord, and you will work in them, Lord, and you will relieve them of every pain and every suffering, Lord. Lord, be with them, guide them, guard them and protect them, Jesus. Lord, take care of every situation in their lives, Lord, even if it is in their jobs or in their homes, Lord. Lord, as the new month comes in, let them not settle for complacency, Lord. Be with them. Give them new breakthroughs in their career, Lord. Even if it is job security they want, Lord, give them promotion, Jesus. Lord, answer each and every prayer, Lord. Answer every desire of their heart. Lord, be with them in every situation that troubles them, Lord. Even if they have kept it in their hearts and they have not revealed it to anyone, Lord. Touch their hearts, Lord. Answer them, Lord. Intervene for them, Lord. Even if they haven't asked you to intervene yet, Lord. Even if they are afraid, Lord. Go before them and teach them not to be afraid, Lord. Lord, fight their battles for them, Jesus. Even if anyone has wronged them, Lord, help them not to take situations into their own hands, Lord. Fight their battles for them, Lord. Teach them how to forgive, Lord. Lord, make your presence felt in their lives always, Lord, especially as we step foot into this new month, Jesus. Let them not forget that you are always before them, Lord. And please, Jesus, keep them from sin and keep all evil spirits away from them, Lord. Protect them, Lord. Let your lamp always be before their feet, Lord, and let them never forget that you are the one for them, Lord. Let them never be afraid to come back to you, Lord, and stay safe in you, Lord. Show them the way to you, Lord. Show them the true way to you, Lord. Lord, even as they pray for happiness and joy and riches, Lord, give them peace, Jesus. Lord, work yourself in their lives and through their lives, Lord. Let them be warriors for your kingdom, Lord. Lord, as they go to their jobs, Lord, you put your words in their mouth, Lord, and your wisdom in their head, Jesus. Guide them. Lord, in a foreign land, help them to be examples for everyone, Jesus. Lord, let them never settle for anything less than the best, because this is what you want for them, Lord. Lord, work your miracles in their life, Lord, and let your glory manifest itself, not only in their lives, but through their lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Praise the Lord. Let's be seated. Let's open our Bible to Psalm 34. Psalm 34, verse 10. It says, The young lions lack and suffer hunger. But those who seek the Lord shall not lack any good thing. This is the prayer for you and for your household. I don't know the area you are looking unto God. I don't know the area where you are seeking God help. The Bible makes us understand that you will not lack anything. You are here this night to seek the face of the Lord. And Lord will fulfill every promises that he has for you and your household in the mighty name of Jesus. Uh, why I will call uh, Brother Nehemiah to pray for the mothers. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. First we'll see who is an ideal mother. When we read Proverbs 31, 10 to 31, we understand that she is not only one who rears up the children, 
but also one who fears the Lord, uses every bit of her strength to profit the family. She does not sit idle, but rather she plans ahead so that the family is nourished physically and spiritually in all seasons. So let us pray uh, for our mothers. Uh, mothers are the evangelists of our home. Many of us, including me, are who we are because of the many tears our mothers have shed on our behalf. It is the mothers who, through their godly example and prayers, bring their children into Christ's salvation and nurture them step by step in the faith. Let's read 2 Timothy 1 verse 5. It says, I have been reminded of your sincere faith which first lived in your grandmother Louis and in your mother Eunice and I am persuaded now lives in you also. Here, Timothy was brought up in Christ due to his mother's and grandmother's sincere faith. So let us now pray that God would fill our mothers with this evangelistic spirit so that each and every child of our church will enter into Christ's salvation. Let us pray. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Lord, we commit each and every mother of our church into your hands. Lord, I pray, Lord, that you'd fill them with your spirit of evangelism, Lord, so that they would preach your word to their children and live a godly example, Lord Jesus, so that they would see the fruit of Christ in them and be brought into your salvation. I pray, Lord Jesus, that you would give them the grace to pray and that you would answer their prayers in your mighty time and that each and every child would stand for your glory and honor you all the days of their lives, Lord. We pray, Lord Jesus, that you'd fill them with your word and with the unction of your anointing on them, Lord. Thank you for all you've done. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. It is the mothers who realize the destinies of their children. God in His perfect time chooses to reveal His perfect will for the children while they are very young. Hence, it is important that our mothers know God's plan for their children and raise them up and nurture them in that direction. When we look at uh, Luke 2 verse 19, it says, but Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. We see that Mary did not cast aside the words spoken by the angel to the shepherds concerning Jesus. Also in Hebrews 11 verse 23, um, By faith, Moses' parents hid him for three months after he was born because they saw he was no ordinary child and they were not afraid of the king's edict. Jochebed, Moses' mother, did not fear the king, but knew that God had a special plan for Moses and hence hid him. Let us therefore pray that God would reveal the destinies of his children to our mothers and to equip them with the grace to, pray for, uh, to bring them up and pray for them accordingly. Let us pray. Lord, we commit all our mothers into your hands, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you would reveal to them the destinies for each and every child in our uh, church, Lord. And I pray, Lord, that you would use them, Lord Jesus, to nurture them and bring them up in that direction, Lord. The perfect will that you have for each and every child, reveal it to them. And in your time, you perfect it and bring it to pass, Lord. We pray, Lord, that each and every mother, you will equip them with your Holy Spirit and you give them grace to bring up the children in you, Lord, and in the direction that you desire for them. Thank you for all you have done. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. It is the mothers who have a great part in disciplining their children. In God, it is God's clear instruction for parents to train up their children in the fear of the Lord. When we compare the life of Samson and Samuel, we can see great differences. Both Samson's mother and Hannah were childless for a long time, yet Samson's and Samuel's attitude towards the ministry God had called them to was very different. In the very short time that Hannah had with Samuel, she disciplined him and taught him the ways of the Lord, such that even when he grew, grew up uh, seeing Eli's wicked sons, his character wasn't changed. Let us therefore pray that God would give our mothers the grace to bring up the children in Christ, despite these wicked times in which we live in. Let us pray. 
Lord, we pray, Lord, for each and every mother in our church, Lord. Lord, it is you, Lord, that has given them the child that you have given, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you would give them the grace to discipline them and bring them up in you. And I especially pray, Lord, that despite all the wicked times that we live in, that you would keep each and every child holy and pure in your sight, Lord. And that you would give wisdom unto each and every mother, Lord, to train them up in you and to give them and give them the grace, Lord Jesus, to um, discipline them and correct them where they have to, Lord. And I pray, Lord Jesus, that none of them will go into the ways of this world, but that you would give them grace, Lord, to stick to you and cling to you and to be molded and made into an image each and every day and each and every moment of their lives. Let none of the children stray from you, Lord, and I pray that you would give them grace to serve you, honor you, and praise you all the days of their life. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Let us pray especially for working mothers. Dorcas, Lydia, Priscilla, they were all working women, and yet God used them mightily for his purposes. Such women need special grace from God to take care of the family, raise their children in the fear of God, excel in their work, and take care of the saints. We should pray that the weight and pressure of the world will by no means burden them, and the strength of the Lord will be their portion. Furthermore, Second Corinthians 2 verse 11. Second Corinthians 2 verse 11 says, In order that Satan might not have witnessed, we are not unaware of his schemes. Therefore, we pray that our mothers will have special grace from God, not to get deceived by the devil, but to pray that no hand of the enemy will have any uh, way in their families. Lord, we commit each and every mother in your hands, Lord. We pray, Lord Jesus, that no attack of the devil will ever uh, come against their families and against their children. I pray, Lord, that give them wisdom and understanding to raise their children in you, to take care of their families and to glorify your name. Each and every moment of their lives, let them put you first. And I pray that you would glorify your name in their lives. Give them the strength, Lord. Let your strength be their portion, Lord. And let, not, let the devil not discourage them, Lord. But let them keep on doing good works for the glory of your name. We thank you for all you have done. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. God bless you, brother. Let's be seated. Let us open our Bible to Psalm 126. We have prayed for the mother and the father. We all know the storm that is blowing right now. And that storm is blowing across every sector. Don't think that you are not working in oil industry, that you are less concerned. This wind is blowing, and the concerns of most parents now is what are they going to use to take care of their children. I'm sure 100% that they are not bothered about their own, but they are so much concerned about the children. That is why we need to pray. And thank God the children have led us in the prayer for the father and mother. But I want to remind you that at a point, the price of oil was $15. At, a, at one time, point in time. The storm was not like this. But because of what is happening now, there are so many homes that day and night they are praying. So that is why we are going to look into that uh, Psalm 120 verse 1. It says, When the Lord brought back the captivity of Zion, we were like those who dreamed. So as we are sitting down, we are going to pray. Everything that enemy has taken away from me, everything that this storm has taken away, return them in multiple fold in the mighty name of Jesus. If this storm has not taken anything away from you, 
you know those people that the storm has taken one thing or the other away from them. Pray for them that God should return their captivity in the mighty name of Jesus. Every home that you know, every sector, everyone that you know, that this storm is blowing and is putting the family in a difficult situation. Pray that the Lord will return their captivities back to them in multiple folds in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Almighty God. We bless your holy name. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. It's time to pray for the children. Because the, the children also, they need our prayer. For this, I will call Sister Jasmine to come and lead us in the prayer concerning our children. I think most of us will know this song that we used to sing in our Sunday school, Friday school. Jesus loves the little children. We just sing that song before we start praying. Jesus loves the little children, all the children of the world. Red and yellow, black and white, they are precious in His sight. Jesus loves the little children of the world. Yes, our children are precious in God's sight. That's why he says in Psalm 127 verse 3, Behold, children are a heritage from the Lord. The fruit of the womb is a reward. A good father always gives a good heritage for his children. And so we believe that our, our father God is a good God and he has given us children. And I believe that this is a verse of promise for all of us who are waiting on God for the fruit of womb also. He says, the fruit of the womb is a reward. And our Father God will never leave us without blessing us with the fruit of the womb. So let's first thank God for the children that He's given us as a heritage. And let us also thank in advance for the children that He's going to add in our midst. Father God, we thank you, O oh Father God. Thank you, O oh Father God, for the wonderful heritage that you've given us. Your children as a heritage for us, O oh Father God. We thank you. We thank you for telling us that they are precious in your sight, O oh Father God, and that we need to cherish them, O oh Father God. We thank you, O oh Father God. We thank you, O oh Master, for the children that you're going to add in our midst. For all of us who are waiting upon you for the fruit of the womb. Father, your word says that the fruit of the womb is the reward, O oh Father. Thank you because you have come with a reward in your hand, O oh Father God. We thank Thank you, Father. We thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Before we go into praying for the children, I feel, I feel led to pray for us as parents also. There are some of the points were covered by the children who prayed for us. Uh, I'll just take two points. One is, uh, you know, as parents, we are also shepherds. And uh, the word says uh, in uh, 1 Peter 5.3, that we are to lead, the, shep uh, the shepherd has to lead the flock by example. So we as parents who are shepherds also need to lead our children by example. Uh, the word says in 1 Peter 5.3, Do not lord it over the people assigned to your care, but lead them by your own good example. What do we teach them? Teach our children through the example of uh, the life of example that we, leave, uh, that we live. One is, if you see Deuteronomy 10:12, there are a few points that come out of it. We have to lead a life of example in the way we love God passionately with all our heart, mind and strength. We have to teach them to walk in reverent, worshipful fear of the Lord. 
not fear of punishment but out of love we fear god that is the life of example that we need to live in obedience to god we need to live a life of example for them and in the way we serve him willingly and always available for him we need to uh, be an example so let us pray for us parents before we start praying for children that we will live a life of good example in love towards god in fear towards god in obedience and in serving yes oh father god lord we pray oh father that you will give us as parents your abundant grace oh father god to love oh father god to teach them to love you oh father god with all their heart mind and strength oh master lord we also pray oh father that you will give us the grace to walk in obedience to your word oh father god and everything that you teach us oh master and lord we pray that you will give us the grace to serve you and be an example to our children in the way we serve you oh master and lord that in everything that we do oh father god we will do it out of reverent worshipful fear towards you oh master in that way we will be a good example to our children lord we need your grace we need your grace to empower us and enable us in this oh father thank you father thank you jesus in jesus name we pray amen the next point that we're going to pray about uh, for parents is discipline how do we discipline our children do we discipline in love like the way god disciplines us or do we discipline in anger i'll just read two verses from proverbs proverbs 13 verse 24 says he who spares his rod hates his son but he who loves him disciplines him promptly the next verse that i want us to see is proverbs 19 verse 18 discipline your children while there is hope but do not indulge your angry resentments by undue chastisement and set yourself to his ruin now this second verse says that when we punish them in anger we are setting them up up for ruin when we punish not in love not with with uh, with tenderness we are actually setting them up for their ruin so how do we what happens when we discipline them in anger it's uh, there in ephesians sorry colossians chapter 3 verse 21 i'll read it from the amplified version because it puts it very clearly it says fathers do not irritate or provoke or fret your children do not be hard on them or harass them lest they become discouraged and sullen and morose and feel inferior and frustrated do not break their spirit this is what happens when we discipline our children in anger so what we need to do instead is to discipline them tenderly if we see this in ephesians 6:4 i'll read the second half it says that do not provoke them but rear them tenderly in the training and discipline and the counsel and admonition of the lord uh, the prayer point that we're going to take is first is if we have disciplined our children in anger if we have broken their spirit let's repent as parents and ask god to give us the grace to discipline them tenderly and in all in love when i read this i repented so let's repent and ask god to give us grace father god we sorry oh father god if we have disciplined our children in anger oh father god and broken their spirit oh master god i seek your forgiveness oh master lord we pray that you will give us grace you will forgive us and give us grace lord to discipline them tenderly and in love oh father god like the way you do oh master we thank you oh father god we thank you oh master god give us the grace not to be unfair in our disciplining oh father god but to do it with grace oh master 
We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We will go on to praying for our children. There was one point that God had placed in my heart, but uh, I left it for another time. But then after Nehemi brought that up again, about how Samuel and Samson, both of them, God had a specific purpose for their life. But we see how when the children, when these two as children, they chose to follow what God, what purpose God had planned, their lives were different. Samuel chose to follow and his life was fulfilled according to God's prom- promise and purpose. Samson, he chose not to follow. The very specific instructions that were given to him was to be an Nazarite, to keep away from... A Nazarite meant he need to grow his hair, he shouldn't be shaving it, and then he's supposed to keep away from dead bodies. But he played around with all that. He would go and take honey from a lion and eat, and, not, and he, would, he would go and uh, do things that he's not supposed to do with women. Because of that, he was not able to fulfill what God had in the way God wanted to fulfill. So, for our children, we will pray that they will know what God has for them. They will know, like, like how the parents need to know what the children have. God has planned for the children. We need to pray that our children will know and that they will follow it with all, all, all their heart in faith and they will continue to seek God to fulfill that. Yes, oh Father God. Lord, give us, give our children the grace, oh Father God, to be like Samuel, oh Master, to fulfill the destiny that you have for them, oh Father God. They will not play around with sin, oh Master God. They will not move away from your destiny, oh Father God, but they shall continue to align their will with your will, oh Master God, and they will fulfill destiny for the glory of your name, oh Father God. Your name shall be glorified in their lives. Your name shall be magnified in their lives, oh Father God. We thank you, oh Master. We praise you, Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You know, uh, one commandment that God has given our children is obedience. Obedience to God and obedience to children, uh, to their parents. Sorry. Uh, Ephesians 6 says that children are to obey their parents and honor their parents so that it will go well with them. We see this in the life of Samuel. No, Samuel served the Lord from his childhood in obedience to his parents. And then as a result, we see what happens in his life. We see this in 1 Samuel chapter 3, verse 19 and uh, 21. It says, uh, As Samuel grew up, the Lord was with him, and everything Samuel said proved to be reliable. And all Israel from Dan in in the north to Beersheba in the south knew that Samuel was confirmed as a prophet of the Lord. The Lord continued to appear at Shiloh and gave messages to Samuel there at the tabernacle. So what will we pray? We will pray that our Lord will help our children to walk in obedience to him and to their parents. There will be no rebellion found in them. And that even as they walk in obedience, God will cause everything to go well with them. Yes, O oh Father God. Lord, we pray, O oh Father God, that you will enable our children, O oh Father God, to walk in total obedience to you, O oh Father God. Not in partial obedience, not in rebellion, O oh Father God, but they shall choose to obey you and, your par- and their parents, O oh Father God. Lord, we also pray that you will give them, Father God, even as they walk in obedience, the Lord, you will cause everything to go well with them, O oh Father God. Lord, they shall not be uh, ashamed for their parents, O oh Father God, but Lord, they will, they will be ones who will 
will cause their parents to walk in 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 uh, with their heads held high oh father god thank you oh master we praise you jesus in jesus name we pray amen the next that we will pray is for holiness for our children as children in this present world they are constantly bombarded with a lot of temptations we need to pray like the way paul prayed for his spiritual children in romans chapter 16 verses 19b and 20 but i want you to be wise in what is good and innocent in what is evil the god who brings peace will soon defeat satan and give you power over him the grace of our lord jesus be with you this will be our prayer we will pray that our lord will help our children to be excellent in what is good and innocent of evil that god will give them the grace the abundant grace to do this and even as they choose to do this god will give them power over satan and his ways let us pray lord we pray our father god that you will cause our children to be excellent in what is good or master and they will be innocent of evil or lord jesus they will keep away from evil in any way or father god give them that wisdom give them that grace or master god lord to keep away from evil or father god and to do good at all times or master and lord we pray or father god oh god of peace that you will crush satan under their feet or father god and that you will give them power over him or lord jesus they will not be succumb to sin and temptation of father god but they will be overcomers in your name o lord jesus we thank you father we praise you jesus in jesus name we have prayed amen the next point that we are going to take is for wisdom to make god honoring choices we see this in the life of daniel uh we will read the daniel first chapter verse 8 first But Daniel was determined not to defile himself by eating the food and wine given to them by the king. He asked the chief of staff for permission not to eat these unacceptable foods. This was a choice that uh, Daniel made honoring God and we will see in verse 17 what what hap- what God does to honor him. God gave these four young men an unusual appetite for un- understanding every aspect of literature and wisdom. and god gave daniel the special ability to interpret the meanings of visions and dreams verse 19b uh, so they entered the royal service whenever the king consulted them in any matter requiring wisdom and balanced judgment he found them 10 times more capable than any of the magicians and enchanters in his entire kingdom this is what we will pray for our children that our god will bless our children with wisdom to make choices that honor him Yes, oh Father God, Lord, we pray for our children, oh Father God, that you will give them the grace to make wisdom, Lord, that you will give them wisdom, oh Father God, wisdom to do- make choices that honor you alone, oh Master God, not honoring people around, oh Father God, not to be people pleasers, oh Master God, but to stand for you boldly, oh Master God, give them the grace not to defile themselves with the things of the world, oh Father God, but to choose to honor you in everything, oh Father God, and even as they choose to honor you, Father God, we pray that you will honor them, oh Father, you will bless them with an excellent spirit, and you will cause them to excel in everything that they do, oh Father God, for the glory of your name, oh Lord Jesus, we thank you, Father, we pray Praise you, Jesus, and we bless your holy name. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. The last point that we will take is, especially for our uh, youth, the children, uh, young adults, and youth, uh, 
we'll read from 1 Timothy chapter 4 verse 12 Don't let anyone think less of you because you are young be an example to all believers in what you say in what you live in the way you live in your love your faith and your purity so this is what we will pray that we will ask god to cause our youth to be an example to other believers in speech in conduct in love in faith and in purity let us pray father god we pray oh father god that you will cause our children especially the youth and the young adults of oh father god the grace of oh master god to set an example of oh father god to all the believers in the in what they say of oh father god in the way they live of oh father god in the love towards you oh master god in their faith in you oh father god in keeping themselves pure and unadulterated by the things of the world of oh father god give them grace master give them grace this is not easy oh father god in this world but with your grace they can do this oh master enable them and empower them holy spirit we pray that you will fill them again and again and enable them and empower them to live a life that is an example of father god we thank you father we praise you jesus and we bless your holy name in jesus name we have prayed let's pray father god we thank you oh father god for the children that you've given us thank you because they are precious in your sight oh master god thank you oh father god for the children that you're going to add in our midst oh father god we thank you for the way you're going to enable us as parents to be shepherds oh father god to them and example to them oh father we thank you for for giving us the grace oh master god to discipline them in love oh master we thank you because our children are going to live purpose driven lives oh father god we thank you because they're going to walk in obedience to you oh master god we thank you because you're giving them wisdom to make god honor choices from us we thank you oh father god because they're going to live a life of example of oh father god to all the believers we thank you father we praise you jesus in jesus name we have prayed amen let us sit down praise the lord i will call on brother osborn to lead us in another general prayer the last person to lead us brother husband please hallelujah the lord is good and all the time we will just uh, try to start by singing a song uh, to the lord i hope the choir can help me i'm not sure if it will come out properly but by god's grace it shall be a good song to praise him You are holy holy you are holy you are holy holy you are holy lamb of god who sits at the right hand of the father you are holy Holy you are holy Something that I've learned in my life is whenever I sing a song to the Lord if you know the words those words are supposed to mean something when you say them so sometimes you you need to think about it as a prayer it's just a big, the beginning of the prayer Lord you are holy you are holy lamb of god sit at the right hand of the father you are holy you are worthy you are worthy lamb of god sit at the right hand of the lord you are worthy that is what we are praying is our first prayer so you are holy 
Holy you are holy You are holy Holy you are holy Lamb of God you seated At the right hand of the Father You are holy Holy you are holy You are worthy Worthy you are worthy You are worthy Worthy you are worthy Lamb of God you see that at the right hand of the Father, you are worthy, worthy, you are worthy. You are holy, you are holy, holy, you are holy. You are holy, holy, you are Lamb of God who seated at the right hand of the Father, you are holy, holy, you are holy. Thank you. The Lord is good, and all the time. As the Spirit leads according to what the Lord is uh, asking you to do, you, you may sit during the process or you may stand, but it is according to how you'd like to pray to the Lord. Maybe some are tired, uh, but some can continue standing. As we start our prayers, we are going to just look at parts of uh, the Lord's Prayer coming from Matthew 6 verse 9. There are different parts of it we are going to take, and it starts by saying, uh, Hallowed be thy name, hallowed be thy name. When you say, Hallowed be thy name, we are saying, the Lord is holy, sanctified. We'd like to have our first prayer as, the name of the Lord is precious above all. We may have many different situations. I've been asked also to pray about economic situations and jobs. So, we'd like to pray that in whatever happens, the Lord's name is above anything. The Lord's name is above all. Lord, we come to you this evening. We just thank you, God, for what you've done for us in our lives. May we raise your name above anything that is happening in our lives. We know that you are ahead above all in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallowed be thy name, O Father. Your name is above anything that we may think or say at this time, O Lord. You are true to us, O Lord. You are the Lord from the beginning to the end, O Father. Alpha and Omega, we give you all the praise. We give you all the glory. We pray in the name of Jesus Christ. We pray in the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. We would like to have our second point under the holy name of the Lord. We want to declare that His name is above any situation we may face. Think about anything that you may have worried about this morning or this week or this month or this year. It may be losses, it may be job losses, it may be profit losses or sickness or pain. Anything that you are thinking about now is nothing. If we look at the name of Jesus, if we look at the name of the Lord, that thing is nothing. Lift up the name of the Lord beyond what you are thinking. 
if you want to raise up the name of that thing, then you are, pray, you are praying to that thing. But now we want to just lift up the name of the Lord and just pray that, Lord, that thing is nothing. Your name is above it. We praise you, God. We give you all the glory. We thank you that you've given us this direction, O oh Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ. You have been with us from the beginning of time. You have planned our lives, O oh Lord. You even know us even before we were formed in the wombs of our mothers, Father. You continue to guide us and give us your direction, O oh Father. We thank you, Lord, that your name is above anything, O oh Lord. We just want to magnify your name, Jesus, and not the situation that we are faced by. We want to pray, Lord, that God, you are bigger than any situation. You are bigger than my situation. You are bigger than our situations as a church, oh Father. You are bigger than our situations as fathers, as mothers, as children. We just want to praise you, Lord. Let your name be exalted above anything that we may think of now. We just lift your name on high. We praise you now, Lord, as we think of this. We pray in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Romans 10 verse 18 reads, Everyone or whoever calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. We would like to just put our hands on our heads and just say, Father, in Romans 10 verse 18, you have said everyone and whoever calls upon your name, Lord, will be saved. I just pray the same for my life, O oh, Father. I just speak to you now, thanking you, Lord, that you have saved me, O oh Lord, as I have called upon your name. As it is written in your word, it is true. So, Lord, I believe it and I thank you that that situation that has ever come, come to me in this time, O oh Lord, it is nothing, O oh Lord. I call upon your name and Lord, that through you I am saved, O oh Lord. There is nothing that is going to torture me at this time. There are no spirits, there are no curses or anything that is beyond what you can do for my life. The Lord answers prayer to everyone and anyone who believes in him. And he gives him or her his heart to him. In the name of Jesus Christ we pray. Amen. In another part it says, Thy kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. When we say thy kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven, we've done in our cell groups uh, the study of Revelation and we're told that in heaven it is all about praising the Lord. The first thing we're going to talk about is our lips or our mouths. What do we do with our lips or our mouths? Are we praising every day? Or sometimes we are murmuring. It has been mentioned also in the previous weeks and in many sermons. We just want to say now in our next point, we want to continue to give praises to the Lord in all situations. It is mentioned also in um, Romans 8 verse 28 that um, in all situations the Lord has a very good plan for those who are called according to His plan. We just pray now, let us pray this point, that Father, continuously we should give praises to you in all situations. Let us pray, Lord, we just come to you this time, Lord, thanking you for what you've done for us. May we continuously give praises to you, Lord, and not complain about the situations around us, because this is what will bring us closer to you in the name of Jesus. This is your will for us, that great things shall happen in our lives, Father. We just pray that we continue to praise you and give you all the glory and all the honor. We thank you, Lord, as we pray all this, as we pray in the name of Jesus. We pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. From Proverbs 21, verse 23, it reads, It is written, Those who guard their mouths and their tongues keep themselves from calamity. would like to just do the same thing, just touch the top of your head and say, In Proverbs 21, 
Verse 23. Those who guard their mouths and their tongues keep themselves from calamity. Father, may we pray that we continue to do this also in our lives, that we shall be guided, O Lord, from these things that we may do in our lives at times, that we are kept from calamity. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray, Lord, according to that word that is written in Proverbs 21, verse 23, may we continue to do this daily, our lips and our mouths, may they be guided by this verse, as we pray in the name of Jesus Christ. We pray this in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Proverbs 18, verse 21. The tongue is the power of life and death, and those who love it, it will, uh, those who love it will eat its fruit. May we also claim this and pray that this is what we seek for our lives. Proverbs 18, verse 21. The tongue is the power of life and death, and those who love it will eat its fruit. So may we use it for the positive side, for life and not for death. May we continue to do this as we pray again. We just continue to ponder on that point in the name of Jesus Christ. We just pray, Lord, that our lives and our lips be guided by you in the name of Jesus Christ. That it be only for life. May we speak positive things, Lord, and not draw down, O Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ. Our families, our situations, we know that through you, God, this is the plan you have for us. As it is written, O Lord, we shall do in our lives. We pray this in the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. We were told that daily we need the, the Lord's bread. We need to feed our minds daily. Our first prayer point is from Matthew 4, verse 4. Men shall not live on bread alone. It is written, men shall not live on bread alone. This was mentioned by Jesus when he was tempted. We just need to know which bread that we should have daily. It is the word of God. We have to try ourselves. Maybe sometimes we are not getting into this habit of reading the word of uh, the Lord because it is food. It has been mentioned by the pastors, I think the last month and in recent times it has been mentioned that the word of the Lord is food. May we seek this food daily. May we also um, think about what we are tuned to and always listen to. Knowledge and understanding was mentioned recently and we need to seek the knowledge and understanding from Jesus Christ. For personal and family study, we need to continue to seek the word day and night. We also need to be victors in whatever we do. And in those battles, we need to be able that daily we are bringing into our minds and into our lives what is positive. So may we pray for this, that daily we devote to the word of the Lord. We just come to you, Lord, as we pray now. Let us pray, everyone. Father, we pray now, God, thanking you for this. That is written in Matthew 4, verse 4 that we shall not live, Lord, on bread alone, but we shall live by the bread of life that you provide to us, Father, by the things that we tune into day and day, day out. We pray, Lord, that morning and night, morning, afternoon, evening, night, in everything we do, wherever we walk, Lord, in our families, Lord, in our workplaces, in our schools, Father, we pray that your word is the only thing that we speak and we continue to bring into our lives. We thank you, Lord, for this and praise you. Father, we pray all this in the name of Jesus Christ. We pray this in the name of Jesus Christ. The other thing that we are going to talk about, as we say the kingdom of God should come to us. Let the kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. We've mentioned we need to listen to certain things. John 10 verse 27. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. As we listen to his word, also 
when we are asked to follow and obey, we will know what to do. We just need to pray upon this verse, uh, about this verse, John 10, verse 27. My sheep listen to my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. May we be among these sheep that listen to the Lord, and may we follow what, is, what we are supposed to do. Uh, may we just pray upon this word also, John 10, verse 27. Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus Christ, that we should follow you, O Lord. As you have said, we shall listen to you and we shall know when to follow you. We shall know what not to follow, Father, for sometimes we listen to some things that are not from you, but we need to discern, Lord, the difference between what we are hearing and what you want us to do. Father, we say that we need to listen to your voice from your messengers. We need to listen to your voice without distraction from the different voices around us. We just concentrate upon your word. Father, as we come to your house, oh Father, may we just dedicate this time to you and leave all behind and just know that it is your time. Father, we just praise you that you continue to give us that grace. May we continue to praise you and worship you as you have asked us to do. Lord, I will follow you according to your word and listen to you in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, we pray. The last part is that we need not to be led into temptation. We are going to look at Matthew 6, verse 24. No one can save two masters. You cannot save both God and money. Galatians, 4, uh, Galatians 1, verse 10 says, it mentions there that the Lord is seeking men, um, am I seeking men's approval or God's? Am I striving to please men? If I were still trying to please men, uh, I would not be a servant of God. So we need to see in our decisions, in our direction, in our choices, are we serving God or are we serving men? We need to see when we make our decisions in terms of whatever situation we are in, be it a religious situation, an economic situation, a family situation, are we seeking God or are we, pray, are we trying to please men? We need to pray upon this point that we continue to seek God and not save the master of the world. That we are not uh, going to be carnal, but we are going to be spiritual in whatever we do and keep God closer to our hearts. May we praise and pray on this point. Father, we come to you in this evening, just praying to you, Lord, that we shall continue to praise you and seek your direction. Father, may we not seek the praise of men, O oh Lord, but your praise and continue just to seek what you have given us and guided us to do according to your will father we shall praise and seek only your ways in the name of jesus christ we pray we pray all this amen our last prayer is going to be about praying that we do not please uh, many in whatever we do that we seek first the kingdom of god we shall close with uh, john 14 verse 27 john 14 verse 27 uh, reads in our situations I think I have not taken it down. If we can have it up, thank you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world gives, give it, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. 
So in this time when we have many situations around us, may we not seek the peace of the world, but just seek the peace of the Lord. We want to just look at, even if you can just look at that verse and continue repeating it and praying that you just seek the peace of the Lord. This can be a prayer for you tonight. Father, we just pray as it says in John 14 verse 27, we shall not seek the peace of the world, Father. We just, just seek the peace from you, Lord. For your peace is greater than any peace that can be found around us. We just pray, Lord, that you continue to guide us, that we do the right thing according to your will and not according to the will of men. We pray that you continue to guide us, that we shall not fear, that we shall not be troubled. We shall only seek what you have guided us to do. We praise and we pray to you. We pray in the name of Jesus Christ and seek this. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Hallelujah. Let's be seated. Let us sit down, please. Um, instrumentalist, please. Let's open our Bible to Psalm 150. Psalm 150, verse 6. Ramatthew. Psalm 150, verse 6. Let everything that hath breath this is the Lord. In the next few minutes, I want us to celebrate God. If you know you have bread, I want you to praise the Lord. I want us to dance to the Lord. In the next few minutes, that is what we shall be doing now. I feel like praising the Lord. I feel like praising the Lord, for I have touched the hem of His garments. I feel like praising the Lord. I feel like praising the Lord. I feel like praising the Lord, for I have touched the hem of His garments. I think I told you we are going to dance. This tempo seems to be too slow. I feel like pressing the Lord. I feel like pressing the Lord. I have found the hell of his garment. I feel like pressing the Lord. I feel 
Oh, 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 oh,
Before we sit down, we could see that uh, June is gone already. Can you see that? That is why I want you to welcome your neighbor. Welcome to July. Tell your neighbor that this July will bring joy into your life. Welcome. Tell, tell your neighbor this July will bring joy. He will bring peace into your life. He will bring progress. He will bring prosperity. He will bring love. He will bring favor. He will bring joy into your life. Hallelujah. Every closed door shall be open in this July in Jesus' name. Let's be seated. Praise the Lord. Very briefly, we'll be talking about um, praise the Lord. Hallelujah! No technology. Sometimes they can they want to prove something. Yeah, very briefly, we shall be talking about uh, touching touching the hem of his garment, as we have sung in that song. Touching the hem of his garment. We shall be looking to the book of Matthew, chapter nine. Verse 18 to 26. Matthew. Hallelujah. Go ahead, please.
Praise the Lord. Rather, let's stop there for now. The loss of job, like I said at the beginning of this uh, vigil, that there are a lot of storms that are blowing now. Looking at the lot of job without any prospect of replacement, an ugly diagnosed with no encouragement of positive outcome. A shattered relationship with no expectation for any amendment. A financial loss with no hope of recovery. This situation and other like that are all too common these days. These times are broken times. Painful times. Time we need to get closer to God for God's healing. It's not only in sickness that God heals us. In every area of our life, wherever we need help, we need the healing of God. It depends on how you want your own healing. You want to touch the garment or you want the anointing to fall upon you. Or you want to go to somebody else to deliver you. The story in this Matthew 9, 18-26. A particular man, Jairus, came to Jesus Christ. He came to plead that my daughter is dead. In fact, I think um, this particular chapter is the only one that recorded it that uh, the daughter was dead. If you look at Mark 5.23, let's see what it says there. About Jairus' daughter. Praise the Lord, brother. He's dying. But Matthew recorded that she was dead. Luke also recorded it in Luke 8, 42. Luke 8, 42. This was a hopeless situation that drove the ruler, Jairus, to Jesus Christ. So what situation are you passing through that cannot bring you closer to God? Although it is when we are in trouble that we know God more. When we don't have problems, we don't have that mind of praying to God. But immediately we begin to experience of difficulties. It is there we discover that we need extortion in our life. It is then that we know that, oh, we're supposed to come closer to God. In this hopeless situation, Jairus, he cannot swallow his pride. He went to Jesus Christ, not just went to him and shake his hand because he was a ruler. He fell down before him. And Matthew recorded that he said, my daughter is dead. That is a hopeless situation for him. 
Do you think your situation is dead or, or is dying? Whichever situation you are thinking, you need the touch. A journey of thousands might start with a, taking a step. You need to take a step. You should not allow any barrier to stand before you and your healing. On the way to Jairus' home, a woman was touched and her situation changed. This is a story we'll be hearing when we are small about this woman with issue of blood. Now, let, let us examine the situation of this woman with an issue of blood. Let us bless our sisters. They are sitting down there. That God will give them more, uh, more energy. Because there are monthly irreparable losses that they are experiencing. Sometimes it is painful. Sometimes they don't feel it. Now imagine we are talking of a certain period in a month. Now imagine somebody for 12 years. Let's begin to imagine the kind of pain. Even though the Bible has not recorded what happened. How she experienced that. And not just that alone. You know what and what is involved. The Bible recorded, that, recorded it that she has spent all she had. She has visited so many doctors. The only, in fact, in, in this woman alone, when you are doing the um, ROP testing, you will be advised by so many people. No, you need to go to interior. No, if you, no, you go to Kroom to do it or you try to do it at uh, Rui. So many ideas will come. Try and error. Not to talk of somebody passing through that kind of situation. So what situation are you passing through? And people are giving suggestions. People are advising you. Why are you still going to that church when you have been praying? Nothing, nothing has happened. Our God is not dead. He's not dead and he's not deaf. He does his own thing at his own time, not at your time. He makes all things beautiful in his own time. Don't think that you are calling upon him, you have not had answer to your prayer. In fact, he has a bigger role for you. Let's look at uh, Psalm 126 that we read the other time. Psalm 126, verse 1 to 3. Amen. Why am I saying this is that there are a lot of, of us that we are passing through many 
difficult situation now. We had the testimony of Brother, uh, Brother Cloudy last Monday. Even when many of us have written it up that, yes, he has to go. But God returned it back at the last minute. Your situation is not the worst situation. It's not the worst situation. You need to bring it closer to God. And if you are praying, if you are calling upon God, and you have not received answer to your prayer, God is not dead. I think there is one song that is roaring like lion. I can't remember the song, but I'm not there. I don't know that song, but roaring like lion. Living like, I think the children, they sang it here one time. So that is our God for you. He's not sleeping. All you need to do is to bring your situation to him. The woman was healed. That woman with issue of blood was healed. And how? Her hopeless situation was turned around by a single decision. So are you planning to take decision? Or do you have allow the influence of the world to influence you not to take the right decision? I pray that the spirit that will guide you to take the right decision, God will grant you in Jesus' name. Do you think your situation is dead or dying? Take it to God. Jesus Christ was going to that woman's house. When this woman discovered that, yes, I've been hearing of this man. Today is the day. She did not even think of what people will say. Let me, let me try to explain to us so that we can imagine the scenario of that particular time. Jairus that came to appeal to Jesus. Before then, Jesus was just talking about fasting to the disciples of John. If you read the verses before that 18, you will notice that Jesus Christ was advising the disciples of John about fasting. When that ruler came, now, imagine that let me use Obama. He's coming to somebody. Imagine the kind of security that will be around him. Now, I want you to imagine the kind of security around Jairus that have come to see Jesus. Even though he swallowed his pride. This woman did not allow that to be a barrier for her delivery. Because there is tendency that as she was getting closer, moving closer, even the disciple of Jesus can Hey, woman, can you please move back? We have important guests. We have important person here. But she did not allow that to affect her decision. To turn a hopeless situation to hope situation. The woman interrupted the miracle of Jairus. They were on their way to the man's house. Like Matthew recorded that the daughter is dead. 
So the man will be eager that Jesus, please come, 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 come. He will not tolerate anything to intervene. He might have directed his guard that, look, I want this man into my house. Put the siren, put everything, clear the road. Clear the way. But, from this story, there are two interruptions. The first one, like I said, Jesus was talking to John's disciples. Jairus came to interrupt. That is number one. The number two interruption is that Jesus was leaving to the ruler's house again. This woman interrupted with the authority that he has grabbed from Jesus Christ. You can also interrupt Jesus Christ with your prayer. You can interrupt him. He has said we should call upon him that is ready to listen. Don't wait for pastor. Pray in your closet. Where two or three are gathered together. is there to answer their prayer. Not just gathering together in his name. You have to understand that. So he is there. You can as well interrupt Jesus Christ. Let him intervene in your situation. Let him come into your life. Touch him. You may not see him physically. Touch him with your prayer. Touch the garment with your prayer. And your situation will change completely. I want you to know that as children of God, anything can happen wherever you are because of what? Jesus is there with you. Anything can happen. When you call upon him, he will answer you. There are some things I want, to, I want us to look at the faith of this woman. The faith that he has about Jesus Christ. Our faith reflects the type of person Jesus Christ is. Because if she could determine in her, in, in her mind that if I can touch the hem of his garment, I will be made whole, I will be healed. It reflects the type of Jesus, the person Jesus Christ is. What does that mean? It means Jesus Christ possessed supernatural power. He, he operated physically, which we can say that is natural. Again, he had that supernatural power. And this woman was able to see it. And I'm telling you today, Jesus Christ did have that power. Even though physically he's not here, but he's with us. You can touch him with your, with your prayer. Praise the Lord. If you are sleeping, shout hallelujah. God bless you. Praise the Lord. Like I said, this woman has tried so many things. He has, for 12 years, he has tried so many things. But she was able to tell us today with that story that the Jesus Christ we serve has supernatural power. 
And you know when something is supernatural. We all know nature. Natural is apple naturally, natural, natural, natural. But when something is super, it means above human understanding. So that is the kind of faith that this woman has shown that Jesus Christ has. Another thing is that the faith of this woman allows us to know that Jesus has that resources available to do anything at any time. Who can explain to me the kind of power that Jesus Christ has used? No. You, you, you cannot explain. By mere touching of the, the garment, 12 years disease disappeared. So it shows that there are a lot of resources. Sometimes Jesus will we, we pick ordinary mud and split on it and pray and look up. And use that power and say, okay, receive your eyesight. That is another power. He has this type of resources. I don't know what kind of resources he's going to use for you. So don't ever think your situation is the worst. No. He has available resources that can use for different type of people at different times. Even the, the disciples... By me speaking to that man, that silver and gold we don't have, but with the name of Jesus, arise and go. That is the part of the resources that Jesus Christ has. So the faith of this woman has really shown us that Jesus has available so many resources. And two things that bring men to Jesus are when they are deep when they are deep felt personal need. When you need something personally, this will bring you to Jesus. And genuine faith is another one. If you have genuine faith, anything you want to do, you will go to Jesus. There are a lot of people, in Nigeria we used to call some of them Bodunde, means that these are yearly people. Only at the end of the year, during the um, crossover, they will go to church. Because they feel that this, that is the time they need Jesus Christ. There are a lot of people like that. You might be coming to church every Friday. You might not be targeting your prayer in the right direction. They may call prayer, you might be looking. Pastor Shen will pray for me. Or Pastor Lekon will lay hand upon me. Or Pastor Abraham will, will pray on my behalf. No! This woman was not waiting for anybody. She was not waiting for anybody. She took the bull by the horn, by herself. Say yes, I need to do that. Now, let us look at it that we might be thinking, if it is today, we might be thinking that this woman needs private discussion with Jesus. Why? Because she wants to hide so that people will not know that this is what is going on. But she was experiencing this for the past 12 years. Enough is enough. She took that decision that today, that I see this man, no barrier. I pray that every barrier between you and Jesus Christ, it will fall down in the mighty name of Jesus. Who she was, was not a barrier at all. 
Her faith brings her closer to God. If we examine the, uh, the book of Leviticus about the kind of thing this woman was going through, you can read, on, read that on your own. Look at the book of Levitic, Leviticus 15, verse 25 to 27. Explain the situation when women and uh, the women when they are in this type of situation, how they should be, where they should be. They are to separate themselves. They are not to come closer to people. In fact, they are not to partake in so many things in the house of God. Now imagine 12 years. This woman has been denied so many things. They consider them as unclean. This law of Moses, or that situation, whatever is in the book of Leviticus, did not act as a barrier. What am I telling you in essence is that don't allow any barrier to take away your victory. Don't sleep. Sleep can take away that thing from you. That is why there are a lot of people sleeping at home. But you are here. You have decided to come here. As such, you should be awake. Don't allow devil to deceive you. Don't allow devil to use sleep to put barrier between you and your victory. Praise the Lord. So this woman disregarded every barrier that may prevent her from seeing Jesus Christ. And you know the funniest thing? Immediately she touched Jesus Christ. And Jesus asked that question, that who touched me? It's like as we are dancing, somebody behind uh, at the middle said, who touched me? Would you ask him that what is your problem? You will ask. How can somebody be asking who touched me? You know what I want to tell you about this? After this woman touched Jesus Christ and she was healed, she became an adopted uh, daughter. Can you see that in your Bible? Let's look into that. She became an adopted daughter. Um, we read that um, Matthew 9 from 23 or from 22 rather. Praise the Lord. That's what. Take heart, daughter. She became an, an adopted daughter. You can as well become an adopted child of, of God. That means you are being loved by God. This woman, she was not even thinking of that. All her concern is that I want to be healed. Somebody was, a child was being bullied. That you don't have family. We don't know any of your family. He was being bullied. Then he, he, he was looking at them. I was smiling. They asked him, why are you smiling? We don't know anybody with you. You are making a mistake. My father used to pray, our father who was in heaven, that the God in heaven is my family. If God in heaven is not my family, my father, my, that is the, the father of that boy. The boy is saying, my father will not be praying that 
Our Father who art in heaven, hello be thy name. So you have Father in heaven. The world might reject you, but you are children of God. And Jesus Christ confirmed that. He said, daughter, be of good comfort. He did not say, woman, be of good comfort. He said, daughter. She became an adopted daughter immediately. Your situation will turn around. And you will become adopted child in Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. So when a person really comes to God in desperation, God immediately gives a knowledge of adoption and comfort. He gives such a release from pressure and desperation that the person precise and re- reveal in the new found peace. Because when you become an adopted child of Jesus Christ, you have peace. You have peace. And everything that may relate to trouble in your life will cease to exist. Because the Bible says, But as many as receive him to them, gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. That is John 1, 12. Romans 8, 15 says, For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. Again, Second Corinthians 6.18 And we be a father unto you, and ye shall be my son and daughter, said the Lord Almighty. So when we bring our situation to Jesus Christ, we will become an adopted children of God. Praise the Lord. So, um, there's this adage that if you have a shovel, you have to make use of it. But you have a shovel, you abandon it, and you are using your hand to pack dirty things. You have abandoned the right tools that you have. It's like that when you abandon Jesus Christ and you begin to think about your problem. Table everything before him. It may seem that the answer is not coming. But I'm telling you, just like a roaring lion is there listening to you. Praise the Lord. So, for every situation in your life, table it before God. Galatians 4, 4 to 6, it says, But when the fullness of the time was come, God sent forth His Son, made of a woman, made under the law to redeem them that are under the law, that we might receive the adoption of sons, and became ye as sons. God has sent forth the Spirit of His Son into your heart, crying, Abba, Father, again. So we need to have the faith to make the contact. And this faith, when you have it, It will make you strong enough to be bold enough to move closer to God. 
The single thought of that woman, that single thought that if only I can touch the hem of his garment, that will be made whole. So when she touched it, it was as if the old world stands still. Why? Because it became, the thing became a drama. Jesus Christ began to ask questions that the disciples felt that, why are you asking this type of uh, question? And even the woman did not allow that, did not allow the shame, because some people will still hide. That is why sometimes when God does something for some people, they don't care to appreciate God. They'll be looking at you, okay, what has gone done? Okay, I go to office safely and come back safely. There are a lot of people that just to step out of their doorway, they fell down. Every situation in your life is for testimony. You may not share it with people all the time, but within your heart, you begin to appreciate God. God, I thank you. I give you the glory. I appreciate you. Right from January, I'm still standing. Lord, I give you the glory. So, in every situation of our life, we have to appreciate God. We have to contact God for whatever we want from Him. Now, because of our time, in conclusion, where are you at in your faith? When you look at this woman, is your faith as stronger as that of that woman? Are you still trying to live on the practicality of man? Some of us are dealing with issues in our life that we thought there's no solution. Okay, my company has asked me to go. The next thing is that I need to go. My company, they will not give me, um, what they call it, NOC. I'm telling you, we have had brothers that give testimony that the company is not giving NOC. But the, the new company said, we don't need NOC. All we need is your termination letter. That is God for you. It's a testimony in excellent men that we heard about it. Excellent men, Ale uh, will I see this. Somebody gave that testimony. That he was thinking about um, NOC. But the new job is secured. <laughs> they said we don't even need that. All we need is your termination letter. Is that not the type of touching? So don't think that... Um, your situation is permanent. Brother Amen was giving testimony in the same excellence in which he repeated the church. The doctor has a different thing that, okay, you continue this drug. But to him, just like the woman, he disappeared. Brother Amen, Amen. praise the Lord. God bless you, brother. <laughs> that is God for you. Don't think your situation is the worst. No. There's another in my place that if we are gathering the committee of poor men, we will know who is more poorer. But because we don't gather them together, that is why we don't know who is more poorer. So if we begin to say, okay, everybody that has problems, begin to explain. By the time you explain your situation to somebody and you listen to someone, you will discover that, God, I thank you. So I never knew that. Ah, my own is better. Praise the Lord. Take the bull by the horn. Touch the garment, the hem of his garment. Touch it. 
And that miracle will appear. Mind you, there are some times when God does not answer our prayer immediately. There are times that our prayer are not answered by God in the way we want it. God allow good and bad into our life so that we can trust Him. If you, are, if you want to buy a car, if God knows that buying this car will cause accident and you will lose your life, even if, you, if, if the bank muscat is giving you that money, at the last minute, something will happen. They say, look, we are not going to give you. After all, your visa is not even up to two years, so no way. And somebody will come with just two days for his visa to expire. Bank Muscat will be begging him, please take this loan and buy this car. Don't think that God is partial, no. He wants you to trust him more and more. Praise the Lord. So these are the kind of things I want us to hold this night. As we step into this new month, that whatever you have prayed about in the past, now this is the time to receive. Do you know that this is half of the year is gone? I will call that time the labor time. This is harvest time. This is harvest time. And the promise of God shall be fulfilled in your life in Jesus' name. So, Trusting God, even when the miracle does not come. When the urgent prayer gets no answer, trust God. When there is only darkness, trust God. This is the kind of faith that God values most. Let us take some time to bring those hopeless situations an area of our life where we need to be healed to Jesus Christ as we rise up to pray. Let us rise up. Begin to tell God, Lord, I've labored in the past six months. Now, this is the time of fulfillment. Fulfill it in the mighty name of Jesus. Every prayer point that I pray unto you. Lord, this is the time. You know the area you have made requests unto God. That God, this is the time for God to have mercy upon you and answer you. In Jesus' name we pray. We are going to pray. You say, every impossible situation in my life, every impossible situation in my life, receive the touch of his hem of the garment in the mighty name of Jesus. Every impossible situation should receive the touch of the hem of his garment. You know those impossible situations that you are finding yourself. This is the time that you need to tell God that, Lord, this is the area where my shoe He's paining me in my leg. Lord, let every possible situation in my life receive the touch of the Lord in the mighty name of Jesus. Upon your children, upon your spouse, upon your neighbor, that every possible situation, that people are looking onto that, this situation is not possible. Lord, he must receive the touch 
of God. In the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. That woman believed in miracle. Now you are going to tell God. I believe in miracle. I serve a God of miracle. Therefore, every chapter closed by men against me. Every chapter closed by men against me. Be reopened in the miracle of God in the mighty name of Jesus. So you know those areas where the doors have been closed by men. You know those areas. Begin to mention it to God. If it's on your children, on your parents, on your wife, on your husband, on your father, on your mother, all those areas where the doors have been closed should receive the power, the touch of him of his garment in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Just as the famine in the days of Joseph. Joseph was. The famine itself elevated Joseph. You are going to say, help me Lord to see the opportunity that current global financial crisis we create to lift me up. The storm that is going now. Somebody was saying this is the best time to, to start business. That whatever the situation now, that God should open your, your eyes to see any opportunity that we propel you forward, that we create a good and enabling environment for you. In this time, pray unto Lord, that Lord should make you to see it in the mighty name of Jesus. Pray that God will give you that spirit of discernment that will enable you to see every opportunity. Every opportunity that you can make use of. That will bring you closer to God. That will bring you closer to God. Pray that God will open your knowledge. Open your understanding in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. You know, the, the situation now is that everybody is complaining. People are murmuring. They are murmuring, no money, no money. Don't confess bad things to yourself. So you are going to pray. Murmuring will not take place of money in my life. Murmuring will not take place of money in my life. And again, money will not mess me up in your presence. Because sometimes when people have money, they find it difficult to worship God. Can you see? And we are praying for money. So you are going to pray that memory will not take the place of money in my life. Where your mates are spending money, you will not spend memory in the mighty name of Jesus. Continue to pray. Tell God that where your mates are spending money, God will grant you the power, the success to have money to spend upon your children, upon your family, that you will not be messed up. In the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Lastly, I want us to pray that... Um, now, that woman received total deliverance. So, you are going to pray, Lord, I receive total deliverance 
concerning my life in the mighty name of Jesus. And when you receive total deliverance, not just you, your family, your children, receive total deliverance. I receive total deliverance in every area of my life in the mighty name of Jesus. Every poverty, every affliction, I receive deliverance over them in the mighty name of Jesus. Upon my family, I receive total deliverance. Sickness will not have chance in my life. Poverty will not have chance in my life. Affliction will not have chance in my life. Even Satan, devil will not have chance in my life. In the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Before I call Pastor Shem to... You know, we are, we've been having some days for fasting and prayer with some prayer points. So, you are going to pray that, Lord, all the prayer I've offered unto you, Lord, let them be answered right now in the mighty name of Jesus. All the prayers that are prayed, Jesus, answer them speedily. 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 Ratako shakataka brokatosh. Answer them speedily. Are you praying? All the prayers that are prayed since last week, Saturday, fasting and prayers. Lord, going into the victory night. Father, coming into this vigil night. Breaking into this new month. Breaking into this new month. Every prayer I have prayed. Every cry I have made unto you. My Father, my God, arise. Arise. In the day that I cry, the Lord my God will answer me. Every prayer that I've offered, my Father, my God, you will answer me. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' precious name. Hallelujah. Once again, happy new month. I'm sure you are expectant of great things that God will do this month. In the name of Jesus. I have a word for somebody here from Isaiah chapter 35. I have a word for you. And every time God speaks, God's hand is able to perform whatever He speaks. Amen? Praise the Lord. Verse 1. The wilderness and the solitary place shall be glad for them. <laughs> it looks like a wilderness now. But this month, God will turn into joy and gladness for you. In the name of Jesus. And the desert shall rejoice. It looks dry now, but it will turn for you into rejoicing. And blossom as a rose. What a word. <laughs> Verse 2. It shall blossom abundantly. 
<laughs> and rejoice even with joy and singing. The glory of Lebanon shall be given unto you. The excellency of Carmel and Sharon, they shall see the glory of the Lord. And the excellency of our God. I want you to pray, Lord, this month I shall see your glory and your excellency. I shall take up This month of July, I shall see your glory. I shall see your excellency. That will turn into joy and gladness for me and my family. Hey, Makatagaga, Retalabrosha Garados, Bakaskotagabrosha Garados. This month, every desert place shall rejoice. Ah, it shall blossom as a rose. Shall blossom abundantly. I shall see the glory of the Lord and the excellency of our God. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name. God is still speaking. Verse 3. Strengthen ye the weak hands and confirm the feeble knees. Say to them, and I'm saying to you now, that of a fearful heart, be strong. Fear not. Hear this. Hear this. Behold, your God will come. I say, God is coming. This month, God will show up for you. God will turn his around. <laughs> I sat down there and I was shouting in my spirit when the Holy Ghost began to speak concerning this word and concerning this month. He said, God will come. Relax, God will come. Somebody has been saying, when will God come? It is this month. It is this month. God's mouth has spoken. God's hand will perform it. In the name of Jesus. God will come with vengeance. Even God will recompense. Now, underline this one in your Bible. He will come to save you. <laughs> he will come to save you. God is coming to save you. God is coming to save you. God is coming to save you. In the name of Jesus. <laughs> what a word. Man, what a word. You read it down and you read it down. Read it down to verse 8. And a highway shall be there. A way that shall be called the way of holiness. No unclean thing. No. Verse 9. No lion shall be there. No ravenous beast shall go up there. It shall not be found there. But you shall walk there. You are walking there. You are walking upon your high places this month. In the name of Jesus. Now this is this icing on the cake. Verse 10. And the ransom of the Lord shall return. I don't care where they have driven you to. The corner where they have put you now. You are returning with testimony. And the ransom of the Lord shall return. And come to Zion. With songs and everlasting joy. Upon their head. They shall obtain joy and gladness. And sorrow and sighing shall flee away. I want you to pray, Lord, this month of July, no sorrow in my family. No sighing in my family. Sorrow and sighing shall clear away. Sorrow and sighing shall fade away. 
Lekota Kapro Shakata. No sorrow and sight. No sorrow and sight. No sorrow and sight. It shall flee away by the word of the Lord. 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 In this wilderness, in this desert place, sorrow and sigh shall flee away. In this wilderness, in this desert place, are you praying? Sorrow and sigh shall be far from my family, shall be far from my habitation, shall be far from where I go. Sorrow and sigh shall flee away. In the name of Jesus. So shall it be. In Jesus' precious name. Zechariah chapter 8. We are still praying before I call pastor to close us. Amen. I'm not closing the meeting. I'm just praying because I've been asked to pray. Praise the Lord. Zechariah chapter 8. <laughs> Are you there? Amen. Verse 9. Thus saith the Lord of hosts, let your hands be strong. Ye that hear in these days the words by the mouth of the prophets, which were in the day that the foundation of the house of the Lord of hosts was laid, that the temple might be built. For before these days there was no hire for man. Eh? Nor higher for beast. Neither was there any peace to him that went out or came in. Because of lower price. <laughs> Which is causing all manner of fear and affliction in town. Amen. For I set all men, everyone against his neighbor. That is clear. Verse 11. But now. I will not be unto the residue of these people as in the former days, saith the Lord of hosts, because your seed shall be prosperous. <laughs> your vine shall give her fruit. In this month of July, your ground shall give her increase. The heavens over you shall give their deal. In the name of Jesus. And God will cause you to possess it. 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 In the name of Jesus. I close with this. Verse 19 of that same word. Verse 18 and 19. And the word of the Lord of hosts came unto me saying. Thus saith the Lord of hosts. The fast of the fourth month. And the fast of the fifth. And the fast of the seventh. <laughs> we fasted into this month, mind you. And for some of us, the fasting continues. Uh, so, uh, if you are smart in the spirit now, you know what that means. Praise the Lord. The fast of the seventh and the fast of the tenth shall be to you joy and gladness. Joy and gladness. So, you keep seeing joy and gladness all over the place. So, fear not. Amen. That letter in your hand shall be converted to joy and gladness. Amen. I don't care who wrote it. 
that letter, I hear in my spirit, shall be converted to joy and gladness in your life. In the name of Jesus. I'd like us to pray for the 30th year anniversary. We are celebrating as a church 30 years this year. Amen. Joseph began to reign when he was 30 in a foreign land. So it's a year that you and me must change level. Amen. Now, Joseph's reign was in the time of famine. Am I right? <laughs> so, high price or no high price, we are children of destiny. And we are going to fulfill destiny in grand time. That's why God is speaking here now. Hear me very well. What God is saying. Lord, we speak concerning 30 years of the Bread of Life Fellowship. Change the level of every one of us. Are you praying for that, celib celib that celebration? Lord, let the 30 year celebration of the Bread of Life Fellowship this year change our story as a church. Move us from glory to glory as a church. Move us from... Are you praying for this church? Let it change the level of this church in this city. Let it bring unusual grace and glory such as never been seen before. Father, let these 30 years of the Bread of Life Fellowship change the level of every member of this church. Lord, let it bring us from glory to glory in every area of our lives. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name. Now, quite a lot of people have been invited for this program and they are coming. Amen? From Nigeria, from Australia, from Canada, from India, all manner of men of God. Hallelujah. We are praying, Lord, Johnny Masses for everyone traveling. Are you declaring that word? For everyone traveling for this celebration, we decree journey masses for them. No evil report. No evil report. No evil report. They are coming safely. They are arriving safely. We are speaking to this program. Everything shall go well. We are speaking to Muscat. We are speaking to this city. For the Tatiya celebration, it shall be peaceful. It shall be glorious. It shall be awesome. It shall be mighty in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. Finally, Lord, let this 30th anniversary change the world level, the revelation level of this church. We have seen a change for sure, but we must move from glory to glory. Lord, let the 30th year anniversary move this church deeper in the revelation of your word. Are you declaring that one? Lord, let this 30th year anniversary move the church deeper. Take the church deeper into more revelations. Unravel more mysteries. Unravel more mysteries. Unravel more mysteries. Unravel more mysteries. To the glory of your name. Thank you, Father. Blessed be your name. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. In the name of Jesus. Are you excited about what God is doing in our midst? 
I want us to pray concerning this morning's service. Lord, let your word catch fire. Let the service catch fire. Let it set the pace for this month. Let it set the pace for this month. Father, let this morning's service, the first day of July, let it catch fire. Let the service set us on fire. Throughout the month, 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 in Jesus' mighty name. And finally, Father, we pray for the bread of life fellowship. Amen. Jesus said, every tree that my father has not planted shall be uprooted. Amen. Let your revival fire fall upon our altar. And uproot whatever you did not plant here. Are you praying? Let your revival fire fall upon the altar of this church. Fall upon all our meetings. Fall upon all our families. Fall upon all our members. And let everything that you have not planted in this church be uprooted. Be uprooted. Be uprooted. Be uprooted. Be uprooted. Be uprooted. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Blessed be your name. In Jesus' mighty name. Father, for me and my family, let the month of July be our best month. Are you praying? Are you praying? For me and my family, let the month of July be our best month. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I don't know about you, but God has spoken to us in numerous ways tonight. Open with me to Genesis 21. I'll pray with that. And we go with the power of the Lord this morning. And the Lord visited Sarah. I want you to put your name there. And the Lord visited Lacon as he had said. And the Lord did unto Lacon as he had spoken. So you turn that word to yourself. Lord visit me as you have said. Let it be unto me according to your word. Let it be unto me according to your spoken word. Lord I believe, I believe your word. Let it be unto me, visit me as you have said. Visit my household as you have said. Visit my circumstances as you have said. Visit my case as you have said. Lord, visit me as you have said. As you have spoken, let it come to pass. Do unto me as you have spoken. Do unto my household as you have spoken. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. In this month, that is the seventh month of this year, I see God perfect all that concerns you. In the name of Jesus. I see God relocating you to your place of honor. To your place of glory. To your place of colorful life. 
in the name of Jesus. Everything that has been confronting you, that has denied you of that place of honor God has ordained you, by the authority in the name of Jesus, I command their giving way in the name of Jesus. This is your month of rejoicing in the name of Jesus. This is your month of breakthrough in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We give you all the glory. We give you all the glory. This month, I decree it shall be a month of overflowing harvest of souls in this church in the name of Jesus. It shall be a month of overflowing harvest of everything that pertains to life, God, and godliness. Everything that is obtainable in Jesus. Everything that pertains to life and godliness shall find expression in your life this month in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We give you all the glory. Lord, we pray for every one of our members that have traveled and those that will still be traveling. We soak everyone with the blood of Jesus. And we declare, we decree we are exempted from any tragedy in the name of Jesus. We are all exempted from any form of tragedy in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We put the mark of touch, not my anointed, and do by prophet no harm upon all our loved ones. Irrespective of the blood the devil wants to talk, we shall not be part of the number. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. As we go, let your presence go with us. Let your favor rest upon our lives. We go in peace and we shall come back with greater testimony. In the name of Jesus. For everyone you have used tonight, Lord, I pray, you will refresh them in the name of Jesus. Greater anointing in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We declare peace upon this land in Jesus' name. Lord, Ramadan is about to end. Our prayer is that, Lord, you will visit this, your people. You died for the human being on the cross. That is why we pray that, Lord, you will visit them in their dream. Even right now, you will visit them in their dream. And show yourself as the true Savior unto them in the name of Jesus. Like you saved Paul, saved their soul in Jesus' name. Like you visited Cornelius, visit them in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We give you all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Let's share the grace of and fellowship. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The love of God. The fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy and follow us all the days of our life. And we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Please remember, we are having only communion later today. Come in your best to come and down with the King of Kings. The Lord bless you in Jesus' name. Evangelism and glory, you are blessed in Jesus' name.